Hello and happy Thursday. I am Shalita Striblin, your podcast host for Unleashing the Kingdom Within. This podcast was modeled from the motto of our parent company, Airborne Publishing Inc., where I am the owner and editor-in-chief. It is our heart's desire to encourage and to inspire you to release the treasures of God that you have hidden within, whether it is a poem, a song, a book, a how-to manual, or volumes of books. The kingdom of God is in need of you. As a matter of fact, the world is waiting to hear from you, and so are we. At the end of today's episode, we will give you information in order to reach us. But in the meantime, let us venture together and take the leash off the kingdom-moving word God has given for today. Good day, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Unleashing the Kingdom Within. Today, we are going to talk about this kingdom that we are calling forth. And this kingdom is the kingdom of God. Now, if you are a born again believer, you understand right along with me that we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And yes, while we are to obey the laws of the land, this government does not have the final authority over our lives and it definitely does not dictate our well-being. For we live life under new management and that management is Jesus Christ. There is a clarion call that keeps going forth for kingdom assignments and kingdom agendas to come forth. And if we were never convinced before, we should be now. Because this government is running out of solutions and answers. But because we are not under the final rulership of this government, we understand that we are indeed connected to the answer. Now, as ambassadors of this kingdom that we are connected to, we become an extension of the answer. In other words, through the power of the Holy Ghost, we become the answer to everyone that we come in contact with, which is most vital in these trying times. When we think of a kingdom in a natural sense, we think of, you know, some state or some country that is ruled by a king or a queen. But when we think about it spiritually, it is the reign and the authority of God. Now, whether from a secular point of view or a spiritual point of view, when you say that you are an ambassador of a kingdom, anytime you speak, it is as if that actual ruler is speaking. If you're speaking from a natural perspective as an ambassador, you represent your king, your queen, your president. Or if you're speaking from a spiritual point of view, you're saying, I speak and I represent God. So my question to you would be, how are you measuring up as an extension of God in this day and in this time? You know, this pandemic is what's being talked about no matter where you go, what channel you watch. If it's the news channel, they're giving you the latest stats. If it's a network channel, they're giving you all these. They're reminding you of all the precautions that have been set forth. Every commercial almost talks about staying safe and that we're in this thing together. 
But as an ambassador of heaven, I'm asking you, what stats are you releasing and how would your commercial go? Think about it. You know, for us as a people or as in general, information is government. Information is what rules us. Information is what dictates our next move. For instance, you're getting ready to leave the house and you haven't quite turned off the TV. And the last thing you hear is the weatherman says there's a 90 percent chance of rain. Now, before he said that an umbrella or a raincoat or rain boots was the furthest thing from your mind, you had your day all mapped out. You even decided you was riding a motorcycle today. But this one piece of information in a matter of seconds has now changed your whole pattern of living in the next moment. I got to make sure I have my umbrella or is it already in the car? I can't ride the motorcycle. I must get in the car because some information has come forth that says that I have to take a whole nother outlook on this day that's ahead of me. So as I pondered this thought, I asked God, you know, what scripture Would you have me? Because there's so many, of course, that we can use. But he took me to Proverbs 29 and 2. And he says in his word, when the righteous are in authority or when they rule, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Now, it would be very easy for us to say, hey, we're not holding down the seats of the local or national government. So how can we rule? How can this come to pass? So if you are indeed righteous, stop and take a look around you or think about the people that you come in contact with throughout the day or from day to day. Those people are, first of all, in your immediate sphere of influence. So thus they are subject to your rule. They're subject to your authority. No, you're not their boss or their supervisor, but they are subject to your information. So my question to you, what are you saying? What information are you releasing? Or has the extreme opposite happened and have you become subject to their rule? Is their information dictating your life or changing your next move? People are hearing doom and gloom, fear and anxiety, hope and helplessness. And that's all this world and this government can offer. And that's why the people mourn. That's why they're in sorrow. That's why they're in fear. That's why they worry. That's why they doubt. But what would it be like if their next move was changed, but only changed for the better? Because you delivered a word of love, joy, and peace. Words of comfort or blessed assurance. You know, sometimes I hear conversations where people are exchanging stories about their stimulus checks. And if you ask me, insufficient, it would be. $1,200. 
But instead, as believers, our conversation ought to be about the all-sufficient God that we serve, him being Jehovah Jireh, our provider, El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. It is our responsibility to give the people something to rejoice about. That God still sits on the throne and that it is his rulership and then that the fact that he still reigns will give them no reason to fear and no reason to doubt. I have to go to another scripture really quick and it's in Romans 14, 7. It says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So again, when you deliver that kingdom word of joy and peace in these trying times, you are delivering indeed the kingdom of God. But this two things happen for people who are wavering in their faith. It causes them to catch hold again to God's unfailing hand. But for those who are around you who may not be believers, it speaks volumes to them when they can see that you are speaking words of peace and they become curious, how can you have such peace? People are dying by the dozens, the hundreds, the thousands, so to speak. How can you have, and and it has no, you know, it could hit anywhere as they tell it. And so while they are under fear of the news of the world, you have so much peace, they become curious, how, why? What is it that you know that I don't know? And it gives them the opportunity not to just hear words of peace and joy, but it also says that the kingdom is righteousness. So it is evident that, that they are not in right standing and right fellowship with God. So thus we get another opportunity to bankrupt the kingdom of darkness and pull another soul out of darkness into the marvelous light. They now get a chance to become a kingdom ambassador just like you, just because you release the right now word in a right now season. And so they become curious of how can I have this joy, not just because you said it, but this day and every day. How can I have this peace? What can I not just, you know, in conversation with you, but when I leave you, What is it that I can take back to my family and my friends that you may never come into contact with? You know, we pray the disciples prayer and we say, you know, according to Matthew 610, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth, even as it is in heaven. Now, there's never any question about who rules in heaven. God got it on lock. But it's up to us to make sure that those questions are eradicated in the earth realm. That people begin to know and understand that our local and our national government does not have the final say. But the God of heaven that sits on the throne of heaven and whose earth is his footstool has the final say and the final authority. And that he's not a God that they should fear for the sake of terror unless they're on the other side of of his will, but a God that they can come into reverence and, and be awed at his provision and awed at the safety of his word, just like you are. You know, and even in that scripture, 
you know, a lot of times when we recite the disciples prayer, a lot of times people will say that kingdom come on earth. But this scripture simply says in earth. And that's because it pertains to you and I. And see, I, you know, I, I say this often because it has become so real and so true to me because in second Corinthians four and seven, it tells us, but we, and that means you and I, we have this treasure and this treasure is none other than the kingdom of God in earthen vessels. And we are called earthen vessels because we were created from the dust of the earth, but that in these earthen vessels, remains and, and and it is held in these vessels the excellency of power and what is this power the power to speak a word that would bring heaven down to earth the power to speak a word that would change the next move of another man's life the power to speak a word that will shift the very atmosphere in which you're in and even though we are the vessel that God is using to release this power, the excellence of this power, the scripture tells us, is not in us, but that it is in God. And so we get to show forth the excellence of his greatness when we speak these words. We get to speak forth the excellence of his greatness when we cause another man to change their life and decide, I want to know this very same God. So just imagine if all of us did just this very thing and carried out our God mandated assignment to have the kingdom of God in earth first in us. And that we were obedient to our kingdom agendas and our kingdom assignments. Not only will it be the kingdom of God in earth, but then universally it becomes the kingdom of God on earth. Because now is the time and we will begin to hear it and see it more so that the government is going to come to the, the church looking for answers if we're doing our job. Because if we're the ones being sustained, if we're the ones that are doing the things that God has called us to do and our cups are running over and our cupboards are always full and we're not sitting around waiting on the next release of a stimulus check, they're going to want to know how we did it. They wanna, they're they going to want to know what you did. And so it's very important that we all understand that the kingdom of God truly is at hand. And that is imperative that we all do our part to see his kingdom come, to see his rulership in the earth realm, to see his abiding love, his abiding joy, and his abiding peace. Now, that's all I'm going to speak on today in reference of the kingdom of God, because truly there is so much more that we could talk about when it comes down to God's rulership and God's authority. And then on next Thursday, if you would join me again, we're going to talk a little bit more, not just about the kingdom, but truly getting to the place where we're unleashing it. Just the things that we say to the people around us is just scratching the surface. God has so many more ways for us to make sure that his kingdom come and his will be done. So once again, I invite you to join me on next Thursday as we move a little further in unleashing 
the kingdom within. And I hope that within the next six days that you will feast on these thoughts and that you'll become more intentional about releasing the kingdom of God no matter where you go. When people are talking about the woe is me, we can talk about how wonderful is our king and how wonderful the life that we are experiencing Even in these trying times, we have got to be that light that shines in darkness. We have got to be that hope for the hopeless. And that is how we rule. And that is how we bring the kingdom into earth. Because we got to get people to the place where I don't even want to hear what the local news is saying. That is not where my information comes from. But it's coming from the good book. It's coming from... And I'm, and it's coming from the mouth of God, and it's good news. It's good news for me. It's good news for my household. It's good news for my children, and it's good news for my children, children. And so I bless you for spending these few moments with me. May God bless you, and may God keep you. And once again, I admonish you to unleash the kingdom within. Thank you so very much for listening in. I pray that the Spirit of God has visited you and that you are reignited and spiritually fired up to release the kingdom movement that you have had hidden on a leash in the depths of your soul. Before you can think or talk yourself out of moving forward, connect with us. You may do so by calling 813-598-5424 or by sending an email to publisher at airbornepublishing.com that is h-e-i-r-b-o-r-n p-u-b-l-i-s-h-i-n-g dot com once again we thank you and I look forward to connecting with you on next Thursday <laughs>